Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to Counting with Chris, and today we are on the number three. Dang it! (laughs) (laughs) Did he change the name? Clearly you were listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are rejoined by uh, Mike and Christian. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm wiped. I don't. Well, I, I know why. I went to sleep late last night, and I didn't have a very good sleep. I'm peeing a lot these days. Oh, okay, especially in the middle of the night. Uh, sometimes during the day. Weirdly, me too. I woke up like four times last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also we had a very hearty and great meal from Bedrock Bistro. Not a sponsor, but I'd love for them to be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have sponsorship money, but gee, who knows? Yeah, no. Next time, next time you guys are out, I think uh, Christian was right. We got to record the podcast first and then go for food. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. too sleepy now. <laughs> yeah. It, Plus, it's a very gray day, which doesn't help with being awake. It's it true. Diabetes. Like, that was. <laughs> What's this about diabetes? <laughs> diabetes? Like, what? Like put me over the edge. pancakes. Oh, the pancakes. And now I'm diabetic. And I'm really tired. <laughs> like, I, like I've said before, if IHOP was up here, it would not be your friend. Because oh. of all the awesome all the pancakes and like four or five varieties of syrup, they're all delicious. Oh. I love IHOP. You'd like it too. Yeah. But I, the pancakes make you sleepy. I don't like Aunt Jemima. Uh, syrup. Are you racist? I'm uh, against other races of syrup, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I guess you're a Mrs. Butterworth guy, eh? No, oh. I love Aunt Jemima. I'm an only Aunt Jemima. Oh, I thought you said you didn't like her. No, she's my oh. favorite. She's oh, yeah. exclusive to Aunt Jemima. Oh, I see. I misunderstood your racism. Uh, so, dear listener, you also hear Luna around who uh, just a moment ago was climbing up on Christian. It was quite cute. Oh. Uh, she oh, wants yeah. to play fetch. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good day, guys. Uh, it's been fun to have you out. We had a interesting quest between oh. <laughs> Bedrock Bistro and here, where yeah. we were gonna go to the park to walk around, yeah. and then we realized Mike's car was <laughs> gonna die, basically. Well, saving the planet takes some sacrifices, you know. Yeah, well, it's not well, easy. It's you, an older vehicle with a small battery. Yeah, that's fair. So. You take that responsibility on your shoulders. And you're sort of like a martyr, and it makes you better than most people. But it is not. I, I do what I have to do to save the planet. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's not um, the most convenient all the time. Not all the time. Most of the time, it's fine. But uh, sometimes, sometimes things get dicey, and uh, you do what you got to do to save the planet. And we gotta drive around to various spots to find like the appropriate charge. Yeah, we go to a Hyundai dealership. Oh, are you bring your car in for service? No, I just want to plug in your your thing. It's gonna cost you like twenty cents. So shut up. Yeah, that guy. Just let me tell you a few things <laughs> oh about my that guy. <laughs> Like realistically, the amount Let's of energy. Let's a random person we met for twenty, not even twenty did he, seconds. Did, what was his name? Because she said his name. I'm nah, like, I she was probably like Dale or something. Yeah, Dale at, at Hyundai. If yeah. you're listening, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, like the amount of energy, electricity, whatever that we just got when we finally did plug in. Like it would have cost him like. 11 cents. <laughs> yeah, I should have thrown him a quarter and be like, keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't buy a Hyundai. Especially not from Hamilton Hyundai or yeah. whatever his name was. Yeah, if, yeah. Name was. Over on Parkdale. <laughs> yeah, Parkdale. Yeah. Don't ever shop there. They will not help you. 
They have free coffee, but there's no one around to sell you a car or give you any assistance. I'm like, he's already a car salesman. Like, do something good for someone in your life for once, you know? Selling cars, well, a little karma. You walk in there, and usually they would hear the bell, or they hear you talking, or whatever, and they would turn and say, hey, can I help you? No. No. Yeah, they, uh, I had to approach the man, and didn't even turn around. He gave, he took a couple seconds, then he turned around, and I asked him a simple question. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We had a terrible customer service experience. Yeah, just don't ever shop being... at the Hyundai dealership on Parkdale in Hamilton. Just sitting here being terrible at my job. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me I, be. I have to write an email on my enormous monitor. But then we had some fun times while charging your car at, well, the, the, the spot. Cent, the, what's it called? The at Center? Central Mall. Yeah. Yeah, right yeah. by. Shop uh, there. It's a good place. Even though they charge for their electricity, it's a lower rate than any other place, really. And it was that between CIBC and Golden Griddle, which is also a decent Sunset breakfast Grill. spot. Sunset. Sunset Griddle, which also a, a pretty decent yeah, breakfast spot. Yeah, I've had some really good um, French toast there, I think. Yeah, I, I like the food, just not as much as I like um, Bedrock. But Sunset used to, at one point, serve Kool-Aid. Right. Like, as a drink you could order, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Well, you could get so many different flavors. So yeah, every cool, time man. I went, I'd get like a different flavor. Oh, that's just, cool. I know, right? Like, do people just, still drink Kool Aid? Yeah, I what? don't. I haven't had Kool Aid forever. Kool Aid in like twenty years. It's really easy to get. I know. <laughs> sure, it is. <laughs> it's just, it, but it is one of those things where you're like, I'm not a kid anymore. I shouldn't drink this, and now you're like, man, I want some Kool Aid. Extremely unhealthy. <laughs> but I mean, I, I still drink Coke. So. Yeah. You know, I like Tang. I love Tang. It's delicious. Oh, yes, the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> They're, uh, one of the guys I work with, he has a uh, Wu-Tang symbol as his uh, desktop uh, background. That's and cool. somebody walked by and said, oh, why do you have the Batman symbol? On uh, <laughs> one of the first things I noticed when I moved to Hamilton is there's a large Wu-Tang Clan fan base here. Huh. Really? Yeah, no, just Wu-Tang shirts everywhere yeah. on... The symbols on everything. I'm like, it's not even like it's woo wear or anything. No, <laughs> just, I don't understand. Just a bunch of really classy people wearing woo. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> classy is the name oh. of the game. Oh boy. <laughs> How many Wu Tang shirts do you have, man? You don't have any Wu Tang. No, shirts. I don't know exactly. Why not? You're, you're such a Wu Tanger. Because he's he's classy. Because he does it. Yeah, he has self respect. <laughs> Oh. I enjoy some of their songs. Well, I mean, you can like the songs. It's fine. It's, you know, you grow an ass man and walk around in a Wu Tang t shirt. No, no. <laughs> if you're in the group, it makes sense. That's even worse because then it's just that's hubris. That's like the guy I work with that walked into work with an NWO shirt on. Yeah. Are they still a thing? NWO? Yeah. No. No. Oh. No. But Scott Hall's doing well. Yeah, no, he's. Which he's is good to hear. Now. It's good to hear him yeah. come back from things. You got claimed. Well, for the longest time, every thought, everybody thought he would die. Oh, um, yeah. Today's random wrestling corner is this. Is this, yeah. Whereas uh, a couple weeks ago when I had Hector on, you might not know this. I just got to stop assuming people know this. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage released a rap album. Yeah, I think I know that. Yeah. It's awesome. It's terrible. Wow. I thought you were going to say another Macho Man fact that we can't mention on your podcast. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'll ask you later. Yeah, okay. Oh, what uh, was it? I want to know. After, after. Sounds it, salacious. It's supposedly the reason why Vince McMahon did Oh, that, like, yeah. No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm that, that's been, But that's been re- refuted. Yeah, I'm times. sure. It's not true. It's yeah. just a rumor. It's just one of those persistent rumors. Um, all right, so... Eight minutes in, we're getting to the main topic. Oh, question. Oh, just punched me in the face. 
Luna is wrestling Mike. She sucker punched me. <laughs> <laughs> she like, like me that. too. She's she's climbing over Mike to get to Christian. This is amazing. <laughs> she's got a back scratch. Oh. Lucky girl. Ah. Um, Ow! Oh, <laughs> throat punch. <laughs> she gave me a throat punch. She's she's watched uh, Rambo last blood. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of mean, man. <laughs> now come here. Stop climbing. Um. So today's question was kind of inspired by a recent episode of um, Hot Takes with Billy Business, where they were talking about Superman Returns, which to me is, it, it is an underrated movie, but it's almost like whenever you have to talk about a movie or a show or sometimes music or whatever uh, that has had involvement from people who have done allegedly and quite probably true terrible things yeah. you almost have to put a disclaimer in it uh, so off the front with Superman Returns they were like alright now up front we have to talk about like we're not trying to comment on uh, Kevin Spacey or um, Brian, Singer. Brian Singer like as people we're not saying they're good people like they've they've allegedly done terrible things we're just focusing on the work here mm-hmm. so it kind of led to today's question and it's something we've loosely talked about before but uh, can you enjoy the work of someone who has done something terrible? Um, and we could even add the caveat of even at, like not even allegedly, because a lot of the stuff is allegedly yeah. as likely as it is true until it's like proven in yeah. court. You, there may you be a solid I mean. case that hasn't been 100 percent proven, Ex- but it's, the evidence it's, it's, is overwhelming. The, yeah, exactly. The evidence is overwhelming. Can you still enjoy someone's art and separate it from the person? Or in all that, where's the line? Where do, where do you draw that line? Hmm. Uh, I would say yes, you can still enjoy it because I know I have still enjoyed it. The first thing that came to mind when you were asking that is um, people were saying or asking that about um, Michael Jackson a few months ago uh-huh. after the documentary came out. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> radio stations are questioning, can we still play his music? And I think the answer was an emphatic yes because it's, it's awesome. great music. Yeah. <laughs> right? There's no way. Like, I'm not going to listen to R. Kelly anymore, but I'm 100% still going to listen to I can't not play Thriller, guys. Well, that's what <laughs> Dave Chappelle said on his new special. He addressed that. What were you going to say? I, 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 I think uh, it really comes down to, for me, if I already like the work, usually I'm excusing, I excuse the bad behavior mm. well not excuse the behavior but I, I overlook the behavior right. of, in appreciation of the the work like um, I don't really care for R. Kelly so uh-huh. boycott his music um, but like Michael Jackson yeah, I'm fine I'll still listen to his music see that's that's weird for me because um, if I were to like when I was, if I describe Mike to like people like other people I would say that is the first defining characteristic that I would describe is his love of R. Kelly. And R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike he believed never... he could fly. <laughs> I, really, I really did believe I could fly. I, I, I thought about it every night, night and day. <laughs> Just well, know, kind of spread my wings and fly, fly away. Fly away, you would say. It, yeah. Even within that, though, like as I we're talking about R. Kelly being terrible, I'm like, I can't deny it. I believe I can fly is a friggin' outstanding song. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Like it's not. I was like, there's like eighty thousand. It's okay to be wrong, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine being wrong about things that like I'm wrong about. This is just an objective fact. Let's just agree. This songs are not that great. Like, it's okay. There, there are a lot 
over the years, like even long, long after somebody has died, where facts come out saying, oh, by our, by today's standards, they weren't such a good person. Yeah. It doesn't um, detract from their legacy. Well, it could detract from their legacy, but mm. it, it usually doesn't. It, it, sometimes it's more like a, a footnote. Right. But, look at, um, what? Look at Brando. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, just like... Just a bunch of oh right yeah of, um, sexual things impropriety yeah well even <laughs> uh well like you Moody could knock over the water you could look at the example of sorry Luna's being incredibly forceful <laughs> like Christian look at the ball he's overpowering Christian <laughs> which isn't very difficult let's have a well it's like gentle on purpose even uh, <laughs> well like Gene Roddenberry yeah. um. Like a lot of accusations have come out about him. Oh, yeah. After the fact. Yeah, he sucked. And then it's like, as we're living in a day and age of like cancel culture and all that, it's yeah. like some people are ready to jump on. Like we got to throw everything out. It's like, oh, no. do you know how many people worked on Star Trek? On Star Trek, like that weren't Roddenberry. Let's take it. It's ours. Let's take it away from him. Right. I, I, or also like what he made. Like I don't think you see any of the terrible things he. And I'll again say, allegedly. Like, yeah, the art itself doesn't support that behavior. Right. right? Yeah, or excuse it. I want to say, I was watching, one time I was watching This Is Not Happening last night. And it's that it's a show where a bunch of comedians come on and they tell stories about stuff where, where that would kind of make you say, like, if you were in the story or in the moment, you would be like, oh, this is not happening. Right? Um, so he, there's this one story with T.J. Miller. And, oh um, boy! <laughs> yeah, I've heard about his stuff. But apparently, he did have something wrong with his brain. Like his, he was bleeding in his brain, which for like six months he was acting like insane, erratically. And he's like, he actually sort of um, infers or implies that that's why he did the Yogi Bear movie. But then he was like, hundred million dollars internationally. Like, what you, <laughs> I guess it was a good decision, right? But yeah, no, Monica was like, wait, isn't it? Isn't you know? Didn't he do something messed up? And I was like. Who cares? Let's just watch it. Like, just don't. She's like, no. And then she looks it up and finds like everything he's done, which is admittedly like a decent amount of things. Right. <laughs> and and she, I was like, so, do you really care? She's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's just watch it. And it was funny. Like, he was funny. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's weird. It's like just the fact that I know I'm supposed to care kind of makes you not want to. <laughs> well, it's... It, don't like, tell me how to be outraged. I don't, yeah, I don't like people to... I so don't like being told to do. I will I will take on the opposite position just for the sake of doing it. Well, it's... I think you can make the argument with this it does touch on the wider topic. Yeah. Um, heck, when, like, not on the podcast, but when you and I have talked politics mm. and we're like, we're... We're not in a day of nuance where there's conversation mm. where it's almost like, if you don't think this, you must be this. Mm. Where it's like, if I'm if all I'm hearing is that, it's almost like the instinctual rebellion kicks in where it's like, don't tell me how to feel. Well, yeah. Like, don't tell me how to react. Yeah, and, and everybody, like, you do have that initial reaction of, like, wanting to play the devil's advocate, right? Because if someone's right. telling you something and they're coming, like, the first time you're hearing it is, is them telling you you're wrong for doing something. It's just sort of like you're naturally, you're going to naturally try and defend it or yourself in yeah. some way, right? And so I guess that's not a good strategy when confronting people. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about that. About things. Yeah. It's like TJ Miller and then what did you say? Oh, um, <laughs> like I, I guess an example could be 
Um, like for me, Superman Returns is a great example. Like I, I dig the movie. It's it's flawed, but I I still really enjoy it. But then Kevin Spacey has done allegedly and quite probably terrible things. Mm. But at the same point, I'm like that's not in his Lex Luthor. That's not in his <laughs> performance, and I freaking love that Lex performance. Yeah, I don't think there's anything more... Like, okay, like, I think a lot of these conversations where a lot of these things come down to, like, um, is this a moral argument or are we just talking about, like, objectivity? Because, like, right. if, if you were to ask me, like, okay, so should someone not support that endeavor because the the, the person who started it is... Yeah. Right? yeah. Then, yeah, I guess, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not going to blame... And I think, yeah, that's probably right. But would I blame someone for not caring? No. Right. Like... I guess that's where I... Like eventually, maybe they'll actually include it with shows, movies, or whatever that someone can make a profit off of. Like, I have no idea how you enforce it, but like borderline morality clauses in the contract. Um, oh boy, she found the squeak. Because um, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who played um, Cosby's son on the Cosby Malcolm Show, Jamal Warner. Yeah, he had brought like he'd brought up as as all the stuff about Cosby was coming out and networks were pulling the shows, pulling the DVD sales. He's like, "I understand entirely, but at the same point, like this is having a huge effect on the rest of the cast who did not have like the body of work and the income and everything that like Bill did. Where it's like you've got a good 5-6 other people who are now like losing who don't have work." Who are constantly losing like what may be their their main source of income and since I heard that it, that's kind of made me like think around that where it's like okay yeah where do you do that like how do you find the line with that where it's like okay this none of this goes towards Bill none of this goes to like he's seen none of this heck the portion of money that would go towards Bill is now going towards a charity against what he did or something <laughs> yeah yeah but I, I mean they should just be mad at Bill well, I think they were, <laughs> of course, naturally, but at the same point, like, if it's your, I get almost that sentiment where it's like, that's your main, like, that's your livelihood yeah. that someone else has taken away. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a marketplace, right? So if they yeah. were all that great, they would have, they'd be getting money from other things that they did, right? But if all they did was a cosmic show, and it's like, okay, well... <laughs> I mean, clearly, someone did you a favor, and you, know, you were riding on that, you know, the wave, that wave for like two decades, and then like, it's, I don't know, but man. <laughs> I don't think that's how TV necessarily works, but. No, but. I mean, if the show's in syndication, then they find out that he's like the world's most prolific serial rapist. Luna, get the ball. Uh, and they cancel it, and it's his fault. It's not the network's fault. It's their fault for not doing more work. Bootstraps and such. Well, they also could have. They also totally did do other work, just uh, not in. Well, then they're fine. Like the rare success of something like a Cosby Show, because yeah. the Cosby Show is an exception. Yeah, it's not the rule. Well, yeah, what, what was that? What was what was the guy? Uh, what, what's her name's husband uh, on the show? The guy, the, 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 the not Theodore. That was his son, right? Yeah. What was the guy? The, the husband. What's her name's husband? Luna, you were not a guest on this podcast. <laughs> Luna is a perpetual guest. <laughs> no, okay, here. Psych. All right, so, uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, that guy, um, you know, he didn't really do any work after that. Really, right. You know? Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. care about them. I think that's my <laughs> thing. Screw Cosby. And if they're one of my, if they're like, oh, you know, like uh, I'm not making as much money as I was. It's like, dude, you know how much money I'm making? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> don't act some more. Act like someone who <laughs> can earn a living, damn it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that's my, my take on it. <laughs> Very unsympathetic. Yeah. And well, if someone's doing better than me, then I have no sympathy for <laughs> The bitterness just. <laughs> but I was watching. You're just still writing Mel Gibson letters, like, I'm better than you, Mel. <laughs> I was watching Theo Vaughn, and he was like, at, when you admire someone, admiring someone is like when they're better than you, but you still like them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what comedian it was, but. A comedian was like, when we see someone else do better, we become instantly jealous Mm -hmm. and hate any success that they have that's not ours. Yeah. We're very fickle people. Yes. Well, I'm the same way. I I mean, don't talk to me about it. I don't care. (laughs) If you want to share it with me, then you can broach the subject. (laughs) In which case, keep it yourself. (laughs) Look how well I'm doing. You're doing better. Shut up. I don't care. Unless you got a job opportunity for we'll talk. Uh, Mike, do you have any other thoughts? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the, the other thing that came to mind is uh, online, I guess specifically Reddit, there is a, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it, a large number of people that um, whenever John Lennon is brought up, oh, well, he was a wife beater and he uh, abandoned his child, blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, shut up. Like, you know how much happiness he has brought Mm -hmm. to millions of people? Yeah. Shut up. (laughs) Well, like, and I guess that's the the thing where right now everybody's... I'm not trying to dump on the woke thing, but I guess everybody's trying to be so woke and we're so wrapped up in cancel culture. It's like anytime anybody's done anything objectionable, we're just ready to, like split on that person it's like nah we're all human beings we, we all categorically suck like, we all do bad things it's we've all bad. done terrible things at some point in our lives granted some much more terrible some than others much worse yeah yeah well it's like altruism is like a as a concept right and I think a lot of people react to, to things like that where it's like you know there's people who are sincere and then there's people who are 100% doing it because they're narcissists or they're self-absorbed and they get some sort of self-gratification out of that, right? Where it's like, I'm now elevated because I know this or I feel this. Or... Right. So, I mean, of course you're going to get people like that, but then you are going to get people who are sincere and they, they're just like, well, I mean, you know, they're not going to go crazy, like crazy SJW or whatever, but, you know, I, I feel like I'm sort of there, like I'm woke-ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I think she's finally getting... She's, like, starting to give up. Before, she's, like, really quickly going from side to side, yeah. and now she's, like, slowly, like... Yeah. You know what I found super interesting? When you go to the VIP theaters, they play pot ads in front of the movies. And the first time I saw them, like... What? Wait, what? like, what What kind of pot ads? <laughs> like, uh, for Tokyo Smoke and things like that. Like oh, wow. like that. Yeah. I'm and like, not, like, two years ago, would be, like, the, the anti-getting... Yeah, it would be like, pot. don't do drugs. Yeah, basically. Now, like, now buy our drugs. Well, the, the latest one they have is um, they have like a grow uh, farm, like a, you know, uh, indoor grow grow off, what do you want to call it. 
and the guy's just like telling about the, talking about the operation like okay but when I first saw the ad it was like it was presented like come see our new lineup of pot like <laughs> like what up is this for real what am I really seeing that? an ad for marijuana it's not reefer madness still yeah. <laughs> oh that movie yeah. I still haven't seen it you yeah, haven't seen it? Yeah, I've to. At one Don't. point, that I, I still distinctly remember in it, at one point, someone was like, it's not like, it's not like a, an okay drug like cocaine. No, this will really make you crazy. You're like, hold the phone. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like, after they went crazy over, like after Reefer Madness, it, you know, there's still cocaine and heroin and products and stuff like that. And yeah. then they realized like, oh dang, yeah. we, we really... Undersold this. <laughs> she wants it. Oh yeah, no, it's she yeah. wants the toy, man. Yeah, <laughs> she wants the toy, man. <laughs> like, like I didn't know, like you're, you were just like, hey, hey, dude, I'm glad you're finally receptive to this. But she wants the toy. No, I was just trying to trying to stop a, a dirtying of that joke. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Um, yeah, I just. What else you got? I don't know. That was the main question. Oh, <laughs> We're circling back that, to that. That's it. That's oh, the geez. entire. Well, we most of the time we don't have a question. We just no. go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah. freestyle. I like random like situation. Luna, Luna, hey, Luna, Luna. This is why I didn't give it to you. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She has the what dog? she wants. No squeak. Go play with something that doesn't squeak. Find one of the non squeaks. <laughs> oh. yeah. All right. So you were saying you like more what situational or. What? Yeah, no, no, you know, just something to make absurd comments about. Really shine. <laughs> absurd comments really that... really are arena. Absurd know? comments that you then later are like, hey, hey, I think no. I went a little too absurd. No, 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 no. See, I was saying to Mike, I was like, when it comes down, when it comes to stuff I really care about, like politics or something like that, I start getting very hyperbolic. And it's difficult to uh, control. I don't I, like it. That's why at times we, we like prep work. Yeah, prep work is good. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, if we're going to talk about serious things, yes, I'd prefer to know beforehand. Yeah. Uh, this is like that floating line of somewhat serious. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, what have I got? What have I got? Dude, okay. All right. uh, uh, this week? You can't, you can't deal with it? You can't deal with it, man. You know, you gotta, I'm just going to get it. See if I can replace it. She knows I'm doing it. Right <laughs> but she sees you going for the ball. Boy. Get the ball. I didn't bathroom. <laughs> oh, she's on the. Oh, she's on you. She's, no. <laughs> you have no experience tricking dogs. No, I don't. I've never run with a dog. Right. Okay. Okay. This is what we're gonna do. Um. I got it. I got it. All right. We also gotta have something else. To this podcast is going nowhere. I know. I really wish we saved our uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic. Oh, she's on you, Chris. Our, our rant. Oh my. God. There's nothing in my hands anymore. It's I really forever. wish we saved the rant. Yeah. What rant? Star Wars? Star Wars movies? The, the rant? Fallen what? The Fallen Kingdom rant about how it's like the dumbest. <laughs> You're the one who sat close to me. The You're dumbest. Fat bows. <laughs> the fat bows? Fat bows. Dumbest Jurassic Park movie ever. Oh, Jurassic Park. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I think we should start a Kickstarter for me so that I can purchase all of the Ghostbusters comics. <laughs> I want to read them. <laughs> I just, I really want to read them. So if anyone's listening, 
And they want me to be able to read the comics to send money, legally uh, and for free to Chris. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, what? And he'll send it to me. I didn't agree to that. I'd love some money. Uh, they're, they're probably on the. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I barely go on the, Facebook um, these days. The, the library has um, digital sure. comics. You can get them for free, so we probably have them there. I am selfish, and I would genuinely like to take advantage of uh, people's generosity. So. <laughs> Just walk up the street to pay Banforth from your place and get a card. But and... no, I want card. I want. <laughs> yeah, I, I want the actual books. I want like the collection. Oh, so you want to own them, not just borrow them from the library? Yeah, or read them online. Yeah, like yeah. a like a like an idiot. Why are you so needy? Needy? What are you talking like about? A, poor Monica. What did I? Where is this coming from? How am I needy? <laughs> so needy. I don't understand. You want everything to be yours. Yes, I want the comics to be mine. I what get else, that. No, no. I. I want, what else do I want to be I've, mine? I've never met such Maybe. a selfish. Selfish, needy person. Okay, well, <laughs> selfish, yes. Needy, no. I'm not needy. I'm 100% selfish. I will I, I will admit that. I will openly admit that. Come on. Okay. So, yeah, that might be true, and I might not be aware of it, so I want to know if it is. I don't think you're needy. If we're talking about possessions, you should come over to my place. I can't even walk in my living room anymore. I'm tripping over stuff. <laughs> I, boxes everywhere and I totally I totally get where you're coming from like I'll I'll read comics like digital copies and everything but then at points I'm like no I really like that run I want like I want the whole run yeah but then at certain points you're like man that runs hella long like Spy- uh, Ultimate Spider-Man like the first run was 131 issues nice each trade paperback is probably 5 to 6 issues so I can't math but just that's a lot of <laughs> that would be a lot of trade paperbacks yeah is there a compendium? There is. There is. But it's... I used to buy comics. I always try to go for the trades. Mm-hmm. But I used to not care. Where be like, oh, here's a hardcover. Or here's a... Like, here's the trade paperback. But now it's like... <laughs> just the collector in me gets annoyed at the size and difference. Where it's like you've got one. It's like five and... Or... Uh, Four and six are trade paperback, but five is a hardcover yeah. or something like that. And it's just like, oh, it looks awful. I just want the smooth the smooth looking on everything. Yeah, man. I, I want to get like the, the most issues you can get into one book and just get those books, right? You should look for the omnibuses then. Omnibuses, yeah. yeah. Omnibus? Omnibus. <laughs> I call omnibus. omnibus. Yeah, I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. Like, yeah. I just, I always assumed it was omnibus, but... It might be Omnibus. That's his new nickname, Omnibus. Oh, that's big sexy, man. <laughs> yeah, it's sexy. And I'm what? Dump truck? They <laughs> <laughs> all gotta start podcasts. <laughs> Dump truck and the big sexy. Oh the big sexy. You like sound like you're wrestling. You sound like the shock jock radio people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy Ira and the no. <laughs> oh, you can't say it. Oh. No, nah, I just don't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one on Family Guy? Wiener on the butt or something? No, it was um, what? <laughs> it was Brian and Stewie. It was um, Wiener. He was. Ah, whatever. Anyway, it was a play on the of a dog nickname. You know what? I'll I'll give Family Guy credit for one joke because I don't really what? like that show anymore. Okay, but. Uh, it was something I just saw a random clip from where 
uh, Brian and Stewie were flying somewhere, I think, and they were going to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. And then Brian just gets really focused on He's like, we're going to go to the top. And then they're going to pee on it. Because if I pee on it, then it's mine. Yeah. And I'm like, they just made a great joke about the fact that this character, who they always try to make super intellectual, is a dog. He's still a dog. <laughs> like, they just make the, he's still a dog jokes. Yeah. And I really appreciated that. I like the, I like the he's still a dog, dog jokes, because he'll be saying something articulate, and then they'll be like, Bob, want to go for a drive? Yeah, <laughs> I like when Brian comes <laughs> That's not going to bubble up. Yeah. <laughs> he does dog things. I really like it, yeah. <laughs> oh, that show is absurd. You guys check out that show, uh, The Boys? Yeah, I've been watching that. I've movie. heard it's. I've heard really good things. I yeah, just haven't good. watched it yet. So I'm watching this show, right? And Chris, I'm going to ruin it for you. So. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Trust me, it is okay. So. <laughs> Wait, you don't like it? No, I mean, okay, so I'm watching it, right? And then yeah. it's uh, like right in the beginning where he's walking with his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, she had you. Yeah, it was okay. Let me, okay, so I'm watching it and I'm like, <laughs> Okay, but they're not like they don't have really have good chemistry. Like, are they supposed to carry this? What kind of show is this? What's I don't going think on? It really matters. Yeah, yeah, no, none of it really ends up mattering because, like, at one point, like, she steps off the curb and <clears throat> they kiss, and like mid kiss, she just gets like she's <laughs> gone. Right. And it goes in slow mo, and you see his face. It's like, <laughs> and you see like blood like landing on his face, and then like as the camera's turning. You just see like bones and viscera and everything. Wow. Just a huge thing of blood, like in the just suspended. And then when like everything cuts back to normal speed, it's this guy who's basically the Flash, yeah. who ran past her. He and ran just through obl- her. Through her, yeah, obliterated her. Right, just. Yeah. And he's still standing there with her hands in his hands. Oh my yeah. gosh! And then it just goes like, <laughs> and it cuts like. And, I see, and at first I was just like, what? I can't, what the hell? I can't watch this anymore. And and then I stopped it and I replayed it back for Monica and then I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, like I couldn't that was so funny. It was really funny that I thought of it in like this way that it's just it's like I was like, okay, is this show supposed to be like raunchy in a way? Right. Like is it is it is this supposed to be funny? Uh but then I kept watching it and I'm just like, I don't really get what it's going for and I'm I've I've heard that it, it does kind of flirt that line where the first like I haven't watched it yet, but the first time you see the stuff it's supposed to be the trauma and they're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But then when they do the replay or the whatever, it's like, here's a different angle where it's like, all right, now let's like, let's have some warped laughs. Yeah. It's definitely dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I enjoy about it. Like, there's <laughs> some really funny things in there. It's yeah, no, okay. messed up. Well, I got... And it's definitely a vulgar show. <laughs> For some reason, I'm just thinking of Batman. Batman, help me. Batman. Batman, help me. <laughs> Johnny no! Johnny no! Something Monica hates. What I'll do is like I'll stick my hand in the air. I'll like <laughs> as it's like getting lower to her. Like I'm gonna chop her in half with my hand. Like it's like a you know, and she hates it so much. It's really funny for me. <laughs> like, I like to say, I make up songs like, sometimes you gotta chop it in half. And then like, hit her leg like, like a chop. <laughs> or like, I'll just be like, hitting it. I'm like, one day I'm gonna chop right through like the Grand Canyon. D- you know, just to, like, <laughs> like the Grand Canyon did, I'm gonna do to you. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh my God. I wish you were there now. <laughs> I'll just invite you over and I'll chop at her and then we can make up songs. <laughs> This is what I do with my time. I'm a constructive <laughs> member of society. I, I can't listen totally to Totally called in sick to work today. To do this. 
Jill's just like, why did you go to work? Well, I want to go to Christian's house and <laughs> sing a song about chopping his chopping, <laughs> chopping his his girlfriend. <laughs> Unviolent. Day off work, lost a day's pay, <laughs> bought a train ticket. <laughs> In fact, I lost money. Yeah. Lost, yeah, a decent amount. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, she, like... she puts up with a lot. <laughs> it's so funny though. At times when there's so there's certain things that are just for some reason like really really funny to you, mm. and like your partner or other friends or other people just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of things I say or do are really funny to me, but like most people, not so much. Like I was listening to, like I was Mike. listening to a Star Trek podcast. He doesn't have patience for my shenanigans. No. Where they were, they were poking fun at, uh, like they were talking about the episode, like the best of both worlds, the one where like Picard gets uh, taken by the board. But then earlier in the episode, there's a character Shelby who's like gunning for Riker's job, mm. and then. They just ran with it where it's like Riker just becomes like a real jerk about it. <laughs> she like didn't call up for the communicator, like communicate to him. He's like, oh, do you know what this thing is? Do you know what this does? <laughs> like, hey, hey, Dana, <laughs> Jordy, Shelby doesn't know what a communicator is. <laughs> that sucks. Just, just like dress her down like that. But then the idea, they kept going with it where throughout the episode, just like even at the most inappropriate times where... <laughs> Like the Borg are communicating with the Enterprise, and Riker's just like, "Hey, Shelby, you know what this thing does?" <laughs> super just, petty. I'm, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like laughing hysterically, oh and then as God. I'm telling Jill, I'm laughing hysterically, and she's just like, "I'm glad that's really funny for you." <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> but like, <laughs> not in a condescending way. She's just like. I'm like genuinely like oh you'd find that hilarious I'm like it is hilarious oh, that but is just the that's cute yeah. the different humor or yeah no yeah but she uh, she likes that you like it right yeah oh man uh, I I took this I had so Monica's thirtieth birthday was the other week and um, you didn't invite me to the party there was no party so <laughs> it's a one big room it's all one big room yeah so. You didn't, you didn't tell me? No, obviously I didn't tell you, otherwise you, know, you would have been there. Monica and I are very close. That's not true. I tried to go to her concert. <laughs> I tried to go to her <laughs> You didn't tell me where it was. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just like, I went into every bar in a certain area, hoping. Fair enough. Okay, so... Monica here! <laughs> it was her birthday the other week, and she didn't turn 30. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, the cat, the chunk chart. So, like, it's like an obesity chart for cats. And it got famous because there's this picture of a vet showing an obese cat, this this fat cat <laughs> chart. Like, this is you. Like, you're this, right? And so then someone made the chonk chart, and it's like, you know, chonky, super chonk, you know, all. And like, the, the highest is, oh, loud he coming, right? So, yeah. so I made her this cake where I cut it like two of the dumbest looking obese cats that I found on the internet. Like, it's so ridiculous. And I, I stuck them into the sides of the cake, and on the cake it said, Oh, loud, she 30. And I got that for her. And she loved it. Really. Oh, it was, good, oh good. it was awesome. I posted it on Reddit, and I got 23,000 upvotes. Nice, man. Yeah, dude. I was on front page. I got a gold for it. Awesome. It was pretty sweet. A lot of people were like, 30? You know, throw throw her out. And so, wow. <laughs> and then they're like, 30? Like, she's your girlfriend? <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, I'm still here, right? Like, what, what does it matter if I'm married to her? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. We were talking about that, though. It's, it's weird. Wait, talking about marriage? Marriage? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. What about me? <laughs> what about you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This doesn't involve you, Mike. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the exact thing with which I take issue. <laughs> I demand to be a part of this. It's <laughs> a part of your union. <laughs> I'm an equal part in this relationship. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, maybe one day. We'll see. I don't know about kids. One day, Monday can be in. I mean, <laughs> listen, he, he did that to me. That wasn't my fault. There's a number of bleeps in this already. <laughs> Make them shorter bleeps, though, man. Bleep, I wasn't talking anything dirty. No, I said the uh, B word. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, that's what he said. That Um, B word, yes. What's the other B word? We're not doing this this again. (laughs) (laughs) And just so you know, it's it's not me making it a certain length. I just put it like the sound. You just put it over the length of. The, the word? The word, and then it just auto-assigns. That's weird. you got to let me edit your podcast. Give it to me. I refuse. It'll save you so much time. I'm not going to say, like, this is it, and then upload it. I'll give it back to you, and you'll be like, oh, I know, I'm I know. I'm like, all right. I might actually, I, I legit might take you up on that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not here to, I don't want to control anything, man. I just want to help. Oh, no, I know, dude. Yeah. I know. Dude, it's your podcast. Man. I know, I know. <laughs> And at some point, I'll help you with yours. In yeah. the sense of, I don't know how I'd help. <laughs> yeah, why don't you? Why don't you start one? It'd be so convenient. I could just roll over to your place and we can record. Yeah, Mike would never be a guest here. That's too good. Obviously, not as well. It's not like I do it often anyway. Like, For a while, you did. Uh, like, because I'm I'm going through old episodes to add them to the the YouTube channel. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, it was like a month where we had like four or yeah. six. Yeah, okay. I like but we'd also record multiple episodes yeah, yeah, on yeah. the same day. Yeah, we would, yeah. Oh, I like listening to ones with you guys. I was like, oh, that's cool. I couldn't be there, but that's cool. Well, we also we did two over Skype, but there's a better way to do that. We should Skype sometime. Yeah. I, I, I was saying to Monica, I was like, I want to start FaceTiming people more. I had a really good FaceTime with Chris. Yeah. And then after that FaceTime, my phone auto-installed FaceTime. Really? Yeah, no, it's like, I tried to reinstall it the other day, and it's like, you must manually do this. I'm like, all right, friggin'. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it later. But yeah, no, that was a great phone call, just randomly. Yeah. Where I was like, man, this reminded me of when we were kids. Like, that was a lot, like, because in eighth grade, we'd randomly, even though you lived down the street from me, <laughs> we're just over on Dawes, like, I, <laughs> 10 minute walk away <laughs> just be like alright I'm gonna call you. we'll talk on the phone for like an hour yeah man what'd you do since I got home since it's like like 10 minutes ago <laughs> oh, not much <laughs> the time's just been creeping by <laughs> it, it's so weird how time starts moving fast everybody knows that it, it happens and why it happens but it's still it sucks it sucks so much that time changes you're talking yeah. about relativity yeah dude I can't I can't I can't remember anything anymore. I don't. It's like yeah. my I'm on autopilot. This all the time. is the second conversation I've had about this in the last couple of days. That my memory is gone. Yeah, like I don't remember anything. Like I, I, at first I thought it was the the you know the, the chronic <laughs> chronic use. <laughs> the chronic chronic. The, the chronic chronic use. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe it's like the chronic stress. And maybe it's a mix of them, but the two. Maybe it's two, the two, right? But now that Mike's saying this, because are you really are you stressed out? I'm not stressed. stressed. I'm wondering if it's the medication I'm on or if it's just getting older. This is what happens and nobody talked about it before. Is that possible? That's that's panic inducing. If it's if 
If this hits at 30, like 30, 32. That's what I'm like. I'm like, dude, if, if this is me now, I can't go another... Like, what am I going to be in another years? I'm not going to be able to function. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. I feel like it started to hit me when I was about 28. But only in my relationship. I wouldn't remember anything about her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Monica Bruce told me. I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> I could I could See, tell like, stories in, like, minute detail about things that had happened years and years ago. But yeah. if you told me that, like, we, ha- we had something to attend on Friday. What? <laughs> <laughs> for real? See, like, I feel like I've got a good memory. But rec- it's only recently that I've gotten a good idea of time. I think because I've become aware of ins- how insanely fast it flies by. Mm-hmm. At the, even when it feels like it's dragging, uh, like again, like the past five and a half months. But suddenly I'm like, it's been five and a half months. Like October starts Tuesday. Yeah. What the heck is that? Yeah, I remember at the beginning of summer. I was like, I can't wait till this is over, and it seemed to happen pretty quickly. Yeah, it worked out in your favor. It did. It really <laughs> did this time. I hate the summer. Hate it. No. Well. Even even as you guys were coming over today, I was like, wow, how long has it been? And, and it's like, all right, well, the, the podcast we recorded in one day, but it was split up into three parts. But most of the time, there's like a year between it when we do that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, it's only been a couple months. Yeah. How, well, yeah, maybe come up August? Uh, July? July, July. July. There's a song. <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a song called July July by the Decemberists. Yeah. And it is a very good track. I would recommend anybody listening to listen to that song by the Decemberists. July July. They were also on Parks and Rec. They were. They were. Yeah. That was I, a good episode. Oh, that show. So I love funny. that show. Yeah, no, it's really good. I'm a fan. You guys should play video games more. I mean, type in video games. It was a good superhero video game. Yeah, I just sold all so, my systems. See, that's the thing. I except for my PS3. The, the only for Spider-Man. The only I'm yeah, N64. I'm not getting rid of my N64. The only games I ever play are games that just are like in my interest zone. Yeah. Where yeah, like Spider-Man. Spider-Man was excellent. I can't mm-hmm. wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a rumor of a new Arkham game where I'm like, heck yeah, I'm in. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Arkham Arkham Knight wasn't my mm-hmm. Arkham Knight wasn't my favorite just because it forced the 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 Batmobile slash Bat Tank missions, where at one point I'm like, I get, I get why you're doing this because you couldn't do it before. Yeah. But when your one of your final side mission fights is against Deathstroke and you're Batman and you can have an amazing fight and you had an amazing fight in Arkham Origins and all you're doing is fighting his tanks and exactly stuff. and then he jumps out and you punch him in the face and that's it like yeah. that's that's annoying yeah <laughs> or yeah. where it's like you have to creep around as a tank where I'm like. Tanks don't stealthily creep around. This makes no sense. I am Batman. I stealthily creep around. I am the knight. That one. I mean, I think the second one is probably the best, right? Yeah, city. City was outstanding. Um, I remember because Mike and I started playing them at the same time, and then both of us were like. I gotta take a break from this for for a week because the, <laughs> the Batman quotes are seeping in and like looking at gargoyles, be like, I can I can grapple that guy. I can't want him to grapple hook things. <laughs> it was like after playing Just Cause two yeah. for so long, where I'm like, I'm looking at that gas tank, like I can blow that up to take out that guy. Well, I can hook onto that plane. <laughs> they got they got Just Cause four. I have Just Cause four. Yeah. It's pricey. I've I I played Just Cause three and it was a lot of fun. 
I just never got to Just Cause 4 because when it came out, it was like 80 bucks. Oh, yeah, they got tornadoes and all this yeah. stuff, dude. It's pretty a bit I'm just... <laughs> that's the, all, the, the constant <laughs> throwback to the yeah. original. I'll say it once every time. <laughs> yeah, that's your Alan. <laughs> Alan. Stop with the dinosaurs. Nobody cares about dinosaurs. That's not remotely true. I love dinosaurs. Stop talking about the sun. Stop talking about the sun. Oh, that that was actually something someone pointed out with Parks and Rec. There was it might have been a something like a Watch Mojo video where they do the comparisons. Yeah, stuff where. It was like Parks and Rec versus The Office or whatever, because some of the same people who developed the American Office developed Parks and Rec. Michael Schur. Yeah, Moe's. Yeah. Um, but Parks and Rec, uh, The Office, what I'll give it credit for over Parks and Rec, is it at least had a reason for the the, the documentary feel. Hmm. Parks and Rec, like, never a hint. Nothing. Yeah. And then sometimes so they look at like, the camera, wait. too. Like... Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, <laughs> why? Who is that? I mean... It, and on Arrested Development, they got away with it where it's like, okay, it's shot like a documentary, but it's never anybody looking to like looking to the camera. It's just, uh, what's his name? Michael, I almost said Fassbender, but. You're talking about the actor or the character? The, well, I know the actor's name Michael, but the, oh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman had the most hilarious like reaction shots. But he never, like, gymmed at the camera or anything. Yeah. Whereas in Parks and Rec, or even Modern Family... It's all done in the documentary style, but you're like, why? Who's documenting this? Like, yeah. In the office, they at least addressed it at points where yeah. it's like, so why? Are you, like, where are we going with this? And then the ninth, ninth season, they really, they really went with it because it's like, ah, oh, we're finishing up. I think I think it can be used. I I, I think it, what eventually happens is it becomes more of a hindrance because if you have to address it, then look at what happened with the office. Like the whole last half of the last season or something was. Was just them sort of addressing the fact that it is being filmed and all that stuff. See, I, I really dig the the ninth season of The Office, though. Like, well, I'm not saying it's oh, a bad. No, no, I'm no, just no. saying the fact that they had to address it because if they're going to address, it, like, if you're of the mind that it needs to be addressed, then it's a huge sort of well, it's potentially a huge undertaking, right? Yeah, I th- like I think the show figured out how to do it because they involved the boom man guy a little too much. Um, oh yeah, but then like you know, Andy becomes famous and stuff like right. that. Right, it, it, but it, then it some of, some of that stuff really lent it to comedy. Or yeah. when they were when they all realized like through some of the promos how much they had been filmed mm-hmm. and how they had no privacy whatsoever. I'm like, that was a really good like, like that part's yeah. really really good. They did it elo- eloquently, like like the, yeah. the, the the way they brought that in. But like I don't know, man, it just seems like in other shows, if you're gonna do that with every show, and you're gonna have to have a moment to be like, oh, they're filming this. Eventually, it's gonna be released or something like that. And it's right. Just like, who cares, man? It's like, that's cumbersome to the story. Let's get back to like these characters. And no, no, and I, I totally get that. Yeah. It's just at the same... I guess the difficulty thing, though, is as you're filming it like this and yeah. you're like, all right, this is the narrative. They're doing it like this. There's voiceover summations. There's talking heads. But then when you're like, but within the world of the show, this isn't a documentary. So you're just having people narrate and doing talking heads to no one. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, we just assume... That's where it gets kind of weird. We assume that it is being filmed, and that, that is the release. We're not watching... Right. Yeah. So we're just watching the... the, the it, it, it literally is, in and of itself, just a documentary, right? That's fair. Yeah. So if anything, The Office is one that's weird, because it was like a third <laughs> documentary. Like, now you're watching the documentary, like, the, the guy, the film crew. It's like, wait, what's going on, man? Who's filming the filmers? It, it inception. <laughs> yeah, it's Inception itself. <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. Doc-ceptioned. Like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm making sure Luna's alright. Like, what? He's trying to escape. You should participate more. Yeah? Yeah. In, in, oh, in this. Yeah, yes. I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I'm going to end up saying things I regret. Talk about things I know about. Well, what, what is that, Mike? That's no. very limited. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like the meanest thing I've said to you. No more, idiot. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Nothing yeah, for it's, you. I, I ended up on the most recent episode talking about uh, a good documentary that I watched um, about Star Trek DS9. And then my joke is all, like with you guys and recently has been like, I don't like watching documentaries. I got enough of life sucking in, in my job. <laughs> like, yeah. I got enough of that. I like to be entertained. But there are some good docu- like some good documentaries, but there's also been some terrible ones, i.e. anything by Michael Moore. Um Mike, you've you've yeah. done filmmaking and stuff. I have. What would you? I have done films. <laughs> I've done film. Uh, what would you say? It like goes into a good documentary. Um, I mean, there's always going to be bias, but try to be just present it as is, whatever the subject is. Uh, try to tap into some sort of emotion, which can get dicey if you're trying to stay unbiased. Mm. Um. Uh, make sure you're presenting fact as fact and not assumptions or total falsehoods mm. as fact um, it has to be engaging you can't just be a plodding along who cares and it's interesting because I, I Choose a, choose a topic that is completely off the wall because you'd be surprised how interesting it is. Cause you could, there there's some documentaries where you hear about the subject matter like yarn. How could that be interesting? But it's they're, they're the craziest ones. Well, there's the Netflix documentary series like the Toys That Made Us. Yeah. That I like action figures and stuff, but at first I was like, I don't know if I want to watch that. Yeah. There was a Star Wars documentary about toys before. Yeah. I got like five minutes in. I'm like, this is incredibly boring. Yeah. But then, but then the toys that made us, I'm like, no, it's it's really well done. Mm-hmm. I'll watch, like, I'll watch them do an episode about freaking. Uh, I never cared for GI Joe, but that was a good episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> I imagine a yarn documentary about like the yarn mafia in, in <laughs> Deutschland or something. <laughs> what it was? I saw this. This I didn't actually watch the documentary. I saw that the title on whatever service it was. And it was like the most mundane topic, and it was supposed to be like this fantastic five-star documentary. I forget what it was, though. But that goes to show you, like, things you wouldn't even think would be interesting or right can be very interesting. On a on a side note, hey Darko, um, yeah, just last <laughs> yeah, message, say hi to Chris for me. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> oh wait. To be fair, at one point I called Darko. I called his own number. And I was like, hey, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> that was before cell phones. Yeah. Or like... And, and still, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> well, if he, if he, I wonder if he'll listen to this. Well, if he does, I want to apologize for leaving... Mike and I would like to apologize for leaving Darkest Barbecue so early. Because we like him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was tired. Yeah, no. I think you were tired too, right? Darko uh, and Tommy, we we miss you guys. Tired of Darko, uh, <laughs> Mike. This is why I took the. Yeah, lead. I think. 
And my glasses had fallen off the roof. Yeah. Oh it was that whole debacle? Debacle where I ran down and the glasses weren't there. It turns out the I, kind security guard had brought them up. I couldn't even make it in that night. I just remembered I was texting texting Christian and Mike so many Godzilla gifts. Oh, <laughs> just like I finally saw, uh, what's it called, King of the Monsters? Yeah. It was enjoyable. It's so good. I want to see so many Godzilla movies. I didn't know there were so many. Oh, I, dude, there's like there's like seventy thousand of them. Yeah, there's like thirty three. At some point, uh, after doing the deep dive on Power Rangers, I was like, I'm gonna do a deep dive on Godzilla. That was a really good one, dude. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but then I've also realized, like, each Godzilla episode I've done has been borderline a deep dive, yeah. but. I'll, I'll do it again. I'll do a deeper dive. Dude, that got me so into Godzilla. I, I went and I watched YouTube. Like, I watched these videos about these guys talking about, like, oh, the biggest Godzilla to, like, the 10th biggest Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there was a great video where it was the... Uh, there's a couple of fun videos where it's, like, the evolution of Godzilla's look per movie or also what each atomic breath looked like. What was the movie where it came out like a salamander and it kept evolving throughout the movie? Uh, oh, that's a Pokemon a, movie. No, no, that's 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 Shin Godzilla. Um, that is <laughs> Pokemon. That's <laughs> Pokemon. That's uh, that's Shin Godzilla. Where it at first it's like uh, an the first time you see it, it's just the tail. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, is that a friggin' giant eel or something? But you never see a face. When it makes landfall, it's they based it loosely on like a frill shark, mm. but also had like stumpy legs, but with like long feet. And yeah. it's just like, I just remember watching the footage. It's like pushing itself through the building. Yeah. Can't really walk. Where it looked really, really good. But then someone also pointed out, like it had borderline googly eyes and I'm like, Oh man, like it does, but it doesn't. But what though, like what those films still show is what you can do with a budget. Like, mm. The Japanese film industry does not have the budget of an American film in, of the American film industry, but Shin Godzilla, especially in particular, looks spectacular. Yeah, looks There's cool. very few times where the budget shows in the special effects, mm-hmm. and some of the special effects are better than they are in the in the multi-million budget, like North American films. Yeah, it's bloated and spoiled. Yeah, I don't think they're making enough use of the money, or like other countries that don't usually see that kind of money or investment, they would probably do a lot better job. Yeah, where it's it's with budget and film, it's interesting. Where Godzilla, the the twenty fourteen one, I still love that movie, but it really took like the Jaws approach, where it's like you just get teases of Godzilla here and there, and then it's saved towards the end. But then in Godzilla King of the Monsters, they just went all friggin' out. Mm. Like, you're getting glory shots of Ghidorah, like, all over the place, which is what I was so excited for. And it's, dude, it's an awesome movie. Like, you can make arguments that the plot gets dumb at some point, but, <laughs> like, I'm here the to watch monsters, monsters throw down. Premise, like The premise itself. Like, if I want, if, like, yeah, Godzilla can lend itself to, like, a really good story with, like, deep metaphor, the original did that you get that out of Shin Godzilla and to a lesser extent uh, Godzilla 1984 Mm. but those are the like at this point like those are the exception not the rule when you're watching Godzilla you're there for like yeah maybe some message but you're there to watch monsters throw down and in increasingly like in fun ways Mm. and the glory shots of the monsters fighting like peppered throughout the whole movie like you can have the dumbest character in here I won't care. 
Like, it's not pointing a gun and shooting a dinosaur level stupid. So. Yeah, I know the monsters are the stars. Right? Exactly. It's all about the monsters. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, the people are like, I didn't care for Godzilla. It's not realistic. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was anytime I saw a critic being like, there's too many monsters and not enough humans, I'm like... D- did you watch the trailer? You know how many movies you can watch with humans? Exclusively humans? <laughs> how many movies do you see with three-headed pterodactyl things? And you want to see more humans? <laughs> Gosh. What, what, what was this person's occupation, just out of curiosity? Uh, film critic. Yeah, that makes sense. That's... <laughs> oh, man. I don't understand, like, critics uh, or anything, reviewers. It's like... Why would you listen to one person's opinion on anything? Well, like I like I I like film critics, but I don't like what it's almost become. Well, it's they're always opinions. It's like you can't have a definitive opinion. Right. You can be like I I am so knowledgeable in this world that I can tell you like the objectively like if we have rules of filmmaking or what is generally considered to be you right. Know, maybe you could like but. But still, like a lot of critics don't take that approach. They don't educate you. No, no. Well, and that's where I like stuff like I've referenced before, Jeremy Johns or Screen Junkies, the guy on there, Dan Merle. When they do film reviews, it's like, all right, most of the t- like most of the time, you can articulate your point well, like why you don't like it, and you explain really well what's good about it. So even if I disagree with you, you're not being like, if you like this, you're stupid. Mm. Where so much with film criticism. Or borderline any criticism these days is as soon as someone's like criticized this, like all right, who can get in the best slam? It's like this yeah. isn't a rap battle, guys. It's not who can diss the hardest. It's. Well, I heard I saw that Joker got a lot of flack. A lot of people, and I'm saying it might. A lot of people are saying it's like, oh, it's like an incels wet dream, sort of right. And like, well, I, I I get like what they're talking about. Like I get it, right? But um, you know, I mean. That's that's a lot of people's story, but they don't turn it's, into insults, right? It's or, a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie about a fictitious character where they're like, "All right, let's do a character study out of this." Where it's one, it's a portion of the character, and like, there's a lot of good story there, but so many terrible and good people have characteristics of fictitious characters where it's at the end of the day it's like look this ain't this isn't a documentary this isn't trying to be like hey do what he does yeah well they're already saying that they've arrested people who are talking about um, imitating the movie and stuff like that yeah and I mean you're gonna get that with any movie well even back when the Dark Knight Rises some guy tried to dress up as Bane and like shoot up a theater some guy did did oh yeah did sorry but did he dress up as Bane Batman oh okay it's it's all terrible, but I don't think you can blame the art for that. No, I mean don't blame the movie. I mean it's uh, it sucks because you have these these uh, you know that are going around blaming other people for the fact that they are uh, to quote Mike and and uh, now the movie has to suffer. You know, I mean you just say that's hey that's the the plot the the plight of any uh, mentally ill. Uh, poor working class person in, in the cities, you know, or stuff like that, right? Like, I mean, his his story is one of, like, any person who feels like they're powerless to control their own fate, 
or anything like that. Right. And then they take that into their hands and they take down the evil of the people who are, you know, controlling the circumstances under well, which they're not blah, 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 you know, like <laughs> and, that, and that's kind of like a, a common theme in a common theme in comics and they visited it in Daredevil season two where what like Punisher was showing up and like he's grilling Daredevil about their different methods mm. and then he's just like you're just one bad day away from being me yeah and then in the killing joke it was just like it was one bad day that just landslided this character wait the killing joke is that like an origins for Joker uh yeah 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 it's the only thing that kind of became canon from it was him shooting Barbara yeah um it's a great it like it is a great dark comic but it's also it was originally the idea of it's an Elseworlds story because in main continuity the Joker does not have a dead set origin I really don't know I that's actually something I like a lot and I loved that they adapted that in The Dark Knight, where every time it was telling the story about how he got the scars, it was different. Like, that was a good nod to it. To speak to that specific example, right? I didn't like that because they play the exact same music. Every It's like, as soon as you hear the music kicking, it's like, oh, he's about to do one of his little stories. No, no, and that's right? fair. That annoyed me, Chris. All right, that's I fair. I didn't like it. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> it was a bad decision on your part to put Wait. that in the movie. What? I didn't put it in the movie. I didn't produce the movie. I'm not <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> so, I haven't gone up my own butt with my movies yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, well, I mean, to speak to that, I don't like the fact that they, they can't... I mean, to me, it's it's lazy to not be like, this is how the character is created. And I get like it's Joker, so to, to, it's almost like... To give Joker an actual origin story would be to, dimin- to diminish his the, the legend... I think, right. like, I that's, yeah. that's something I really enjoyed about the character, though, and how they did it in The Dark Knight, because mm-hmm. when you did it in <laughs> the Batman mm-hmm. show, he had a definitive mm-hmm. origin. In yeah. the Tim Burton Batman movie, he had a definitive mm-hmm. origin where he also stupidly killed Bruce Wayne's parents, which was dumb. Yeah, was... And Alfred let Vicky Vale into the back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, Vic, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> crappy Alfred and we're just going down the Batman trail but I like the Joker not having a definitive origin mm. because then it's the idea of it could be anyone it's not just like the more you get into the origin of how it's this one particular guy it can take away from that idea of the one bad day where as you're saying like this is so many people mm. it could be anyone it's not just this one person and their one situation. Yeah, that phrase, one bad day. Yeah. That right there, man, that could be the basis for a movie or something, right? One bad day. Like falling down <laughs> or taxi driving. But more more so falling down. <laughs> uh, okay, here, here's the question for you regarding um, killing joke. Okay. In the end, did Batman kill the Joker? Uh, I do not think so. A number of people have also... Like, you can make the argument both ways. They don't even... No, they don't actually... It's ambiguous. It's deliberately ambiguous. I need to see. But I think even Alan Moore, uh, who's like the world's grumpiest man, uh, was like, no, I didn't have Batman kill the Joker. But it's ambiguous enough where it's like the idea of Batman laughed and then broke his neck. Um People have made that art like the argument that the book did that. I don't yeah. think they I, I, did. I think it's suggested more in the animated movie version. Yeah, 
Well, just like in the because in the in the book and then in the animated movie, yeah. um, a number of people were like, "Joker, Joker raped Barbara." There's nothing in the book that suggests that. Mm. Like assault, definitely. Like he took a lot of horrific pictures of her yeah. naked and showed it to Jim, but there was nothing there suggesting that he he raped her. But then a number of people have tried to make the argument since they came out. Like, no, he definitely did that. Where there's I don't there's think nothing concrete character. in there. Yeah, yeah, he probably right. Like, do you think? Do you really? Does he look like a guy that's uh, sexually active? Um, not to no, me. No, not really. <laughs> no. Well, I think that's maybe why he's insane. But <laughs> that that was something I I actually really appreciated um, about Jared Leto's version of the Joker, which oh, Chris. What? No. It, <laughs> The thing I appreciated that he brought to the role yeah. that hadn't been shown on film yet, like it has been visited in the comics, is he did bring a sexuality to the character that is there, that just hadn't been shown on film. The look of the character sucked. Yeah. And apparently his behavior on set sucked. Where it's like, oh, I'm a method actor. Don't be a jerk. Uh, but his, I found his like that bringing that aspect to the character. I was like, all right, I can roll with that. I respect that. The the dialogue sucked. Oh yeah, but that's not the actor's fault. No, I mean, I, to me, I think a lot of the things that were wrong with it weren't necessarily his fault. Yeah, or anyone on set's fault except for the writer. Yeah, that, that and the movie production was so like stylized. Like everyone just seemed like a caricature, not a character. Except. Right? Weirdly, weirdly enough, weirdly enough, except for Jai Courtney, who was awesome as Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang, not memorable to me. It was memorable in the fact that it wasn't like, oh gosh, I'm watching Jai Courtney. It was like, oh wow, I'm actually enjoying this. Usually the reaction, (laughs) oh, I'm watching Jai Courtney. (laughs) It's like, I feel bad for the guy because it was like he's going to be the next big thing. Where it's like, oh no. No. Stop trying to make Jai Courtney a thing. <laughs> well, it, it's never gonna happen. Well, that also almost like Heath Ledger, uh, around the time he did that um, movie where it was the the We Will Rock You. No, not that, but Night's Tale. Yeah, Night's Tale, where it was like he's like the studio wanted me to sign a nine picture deal, and they're like, "You've got charisma. We're gonna make you the next big thing." And he's like, "No, I just kind of want to act." Like it, he deliberately said no, and then started choosing smaller roles and all that. What the heck? What? Somebody took my cake, put it on their Instagram. Yep, that'll happen. <laughs> what do you want? Welcome to the internet. What the heck? Why could she? So someone? Yeah. Report them. I don't, I don't even have Instagram. Oh, okay. Hey, Luna. Luna saw someone. She just barks when she sees people. All right, well, I actually think this is a good point to, uh, to wrap it. Are we uh, wrapping? Yeah, we are wrapping. Okay, good. All right, well, uh, dear listener, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for uh, joining today, especially as we, we really were spitballing. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Usually we go for longer. Yeah. How long have we been doing this? It's only been like an hour and... An hour and 15, 16 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. All right. That's yeah. A, that's a sprint for us. I know. Yeah. Next time. Next time it'll be longer. Yeah, this will be the... not come out so late. <sighs> this will be our first, uh, our first single episode in like a year, a year and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because most of the time, uh, with you guys, you're got, you dudes are the ones where I'm like, oh, you're my first two-parter, and then my first three-parter. Totally spit on my hand as I said that. It's fine. 
All right, well, uh, dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of One Cross Radio, and hope you have a wonderful, uh, wow, a wonderful day. God bless, and take care, my friends. Bye. Bye. Peace.